Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors at Griffin Air Conditioning. Visit them at griffinair.com.au. The great ones, they're different. They really are. Not better, just different. Sure, there's a physical power, a mental strength, a complex but resolute constitution too. There's a whole lot more than just the measurables. That's something else, that intangible. It separates us from them. Welcome to the Legends series on Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Revealing, honest and personal from behind a mask. It's the most amazing of stories. But who is Joe Williams? Uh, the thing is, I, I did. A, I was doing a session, an education session, uh, probably 12 months ago now. And the guy who introduced me, because it was, it was local, and the guy who introduced me, was Dave Lydiard and he said well you all you all know this guy um and he handed it over to me and then and I and I said Dave I want I want to pull you up on that because looking in the room no one knows me yeah and I said everyone might have heard of me yep everyone might know of me but none of you know me and that's because I've hidden a hell of a lot of who I am mm. for a long time. And I, and, and I only – I don't ever give 100% of me, ever. Mm. I'm always authentic with what – if you got me – if I treat you bad, it's because I mean to. But if I treat you well, it's because I mean to as well. You know, like um, that might sound a little bit harsh, you know, when, with, with that, but – uh, it is what it is. Mm. And for me, who is Joe Williams? And I'm 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 still I'm still learning who I am. Yeah. Which is which is the beauty of everything, you know, because there was I'm I'm lucky I'm I guess I've I've known you for a while now mm. and many people have seen many different streams of who I am. Yep. Like there's 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 people that, that that I interact with now that had no idea that I was a footy player. There's people that I interact with now that have no idea that I was a boxer. They think that I'm someone who works in the, you know, in the trauma recovery and yep. mental health space. Um, but then there's people who don't know the work that I do in that, you know? So there's many aspects of who I am. Yeah. Um, I'm, I think who is Joe Williams will be written on my headstone, mm. you know? Not many will know. Well, I just think... I just think not many will know who the real me is, mm. but I'll give my all to a hell of a lot of people. Um, and I think that's the beauty of finding yourself later in life because, man, I, I've, been, I've, I've been on many different paths, um, you know, with footy and then boxing and, mm. and different, different paths that we all get through. But um, I think Joe Williams is someone who will always give his last to someone and yep. the clothes off his back to someone. That's the sort of sort of dude I am. 
You were the original talented teen, very complete athlete at a young age. Did physical competition and excellence come easy to you? Because from my seat, it appeared it was very easy for you. It's probably too easy. That, 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 that's, the, that's the issue with yeah. me. That's the issue with me. Um, and I think it's, 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 it's the great thing that, that I get to now teach my kids yeah. is that if, they're, if they've got some ability in what they do, don't you dare take it for granted mm. because it can be swiped away from you in a heartbeat, you know. Um, things come to me too easy. You know, I was, I was signed as a 13-year-old kid by, you know, the great Artie Beetson mm. and, and um, I went to Sydney probably expecting too much because I was told a hell of a lot, you know. Yes. Was, you, know the, you know the promises that we all get told and um, – so I went to Sydney and, and believed a hell of a lot of those promises. Mm. And uh, I, am I happy with the fact that I played in the NRL? Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm happy. I'm stoked. I got to do that. I'm super fortunate. I got to do that. Am I happy with with the outcome of how I played and how long I played? No way. Mm. You know, I should have played a hell of a lot longer. What are your recollections of Artie Beetson? Oh, I tell this story always. You know, Beetson was someone who you didn't talk a lot of footy with. Yeah, you know, you're right. He he was someone who who the day the day that I found out that he died, um, I got a phone call off the local radio station, and they said, Joe, um, I just rang up to give you a call to let you know. Firstly, if you didn't know, but also to see the effect that it would have on you as a young Aboriginal rugby league player, mm. that Arthur Beeson's just died. And I was like, mate, you're going to have to call me back yeah. because they didn't know that I'd lived with the guy and I saw mm. I saw him as a second father. They didn't know it. Like, so when I rang him back, I said, I'm sorry, I just had to ring my mum and, and, mm. and confirm if it was right. And, you know, we had a, a cry as a family mm. and all that sort of thing. So um, Arthur Beaton, if I had my time again, like he's a, he's a, he's a, one of those guys that you, you always get asked who are the people that, that – You'd like to sit down on a bench with for an extra hour, like he—he's that—he's one of those guys. Yeah, because there's so much knowledge, but but we didn't talk about footy a lot. Yeah. You know, we we spoke about he loved boxing. Yes, we spoke about boxing. We spoke we spoke a lot about him growing up as an Aboriginal person. Okay, because he he never spoke about that a great deal. Mm. So. Um, and I, I'm just thankful thankful for the interactions that I have with Pizza, but 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 also. The the long lasting relationships I have with his sons that that I I call and they call me as a brother and and and, and them as brothers to me. He's left a huge footprint on the game of rugby league on the field, but also off the field. And in all honesty, it didn't matter what colour you were, what religion you were, what your dad or mum did for a job. He was non judgmental, but comforting. He was just a good man. Yeah. He was just a good man that, that you know, my dad's spoken open about this and, and it, you know, that, that Bito was the sort of guy that when, 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 when he was coaching dad, because he coached mm. dad at the Roosters, so when he was coaching dad, he didn't speak a great deal about his Aboriginality. But wow. then later in his life, when it came to me, full circle, he spoke about a lot about, you know, growing up, you know, in the tough times of yeah. what it was like being segregated with by colour and things like that. So um, two very different points and parts of who Arthur Beetson was, but absolutely no doubt in the world that that 
Beatsa was a proud, proud Aboriginal man. Yeah. Absolutely no doubt in the world with that. Um, and like a lot of us, um, it takes us a long time to find out who we are yep. as Aboriginal people. A huge life change as a young bloke from this country to the city. That's, that's because of your football, but it's more than just a football move. That is a life changer. It's a huge thing. Yeah, I think that, that I was lucky that as a 10-year-old, we, we were, I, was, I was raised in Cowra, but, but as a 10-year-old, we moved across to Wagga. Mm. So from, from 10 through to 16, when I got to move to Sydney, I sort of, Wagga was like a big city, yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, compared to what Cowra was. Mm. And, and then going to Sydney, man, I was too scared to get on a bus, <laughs> like just a bush kid, you yeah. know. Um, and just the, the, the enormity of what Sydney was. And, you know, like anything, you, you get used to it. Yep. Um, but I always talk about city boys and bush boys, right? Is yeah. that you, a city boy could never live in the bush mm. and a bush boy struggles to live in the city. Like yeah. it, I lived in the city for 10 years and it took me every day of 10 years to get used to it. And then by the time I got used to it, I moved home. Yeah. You know, so it was, um, it was, it was life-changing, but, again, experiences that I'm, that I'm thankful I had. An Australian schoolboys rep, but it didn't happen straight away for you in terms of first grade anyway. Let's wind the clock back to round 12, 2004, your debut against the Sharks. What do you remember? I'll give you an honest tip. I don't remember much of it. <laughs> And, and, and I've spoken about this before is because I, I, I every, every, everything that, that I, I, copped a head, I copped a head knock that game yep. and, it, and it concussed me. I, I think I, I hit um, someone's knee. Um, I, I stepped inside one of, the, one of the forwards and then I lost my feet and caught the knee as I was going down. And it's sort of like I don't remember anything more from the game. Um, but I remember two, two massive things about that day, right? Is that firstly, everyone was said, make sure you're there early because everything that can go wrong will go wrong on your debut. I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, I've been waiting for this day all my life. Yep. And then I'm, I'm, I'm living in Matraville at the time and we are playing out at Shark Park. And, you know, for the people who know down that way, the, the, the turn off to go through Brighton and then out, I, I ended up staying on the M5 and heading off halfway to Campbelltown <laughs> and and I'm just panicking and and and, and again like I, I Paul Langmack was the coach at the time and I rang him and, and I said Langers I'm 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 gonna be late he goes what do you mean you're gonna be late it's your first game I was like I oh, know I'm gonna be late mate people laugh at this and they can't believe it but a team warms up, right? And you think about it. It was a. It must have been a Friday or a Saturday, but 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 the but the 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 traffic on the M5 was horrendous, yep. right? And it must have been a, a five thirty game or something like that. So the traffic was ridiculous. Yep. But um, I get out there. I get. I finally get lost and and along the M5 and all that. But I get out to the game when the team's coming back in from the warm up. Whoa. So, so I'm thinking they're not going to play me. Yeah. They, they, they're coming back in from the warm-up. And, like, you can imagine, like, a 20-year-old kid going to play halfback. We only had two runs together that week. Um, and, like, 
all the boys were just like, don't worry about it, just get your head in the game. I was thinking, oh, they're going to hate me. And again, talking to the dialogue that already goes on inside my head, that since I was a young kid, you're worthless, you're hopeless, all that sort of stuff that is well documented about. But um, I I got there and, and, and little did I know that Langer's had organised the old man, my dad, to, to do the jumper presentation. So he was with he was with me in the car anyway. So he was a bit more he was a bit more chilled out than me. Yeah. But um, you know, done done the jersey presentation. Go out there, get knocked down the first two minutes. Don't remember a hell of a lot more about the game. But there's one thing I do remember about the game is that Dave Peachy came up to me after the game. He was playing at the Sharks and he was playing his two hundredth. Yeah, when I was playing my first, and he looked at me. And I'd, I'd looked up to Peach in Aboriginal knockouts and footy yep. since I was a kid. And he looked at me and said, young brother, congratulations on your first game. I'm coming to an end. You're just getting started. Make sure you do one thing throughout your career. Be the best possible role model you can be for young Aboriginal kids throughout the country. And that always stuck with me. And I was so thankful that later in, later in the career that I got to play with Dave yeah. um, at the Rabbitohs. Brilliant story. Griffin Air Conditioning offers the highest quality of air conditioning sales and service across the Sydney metropolitan area, providing installation and maintenance to commercial, domestic and industrial customers. Working with this team, you'll be guaranteed the latest services, technology and developments in the industry. Visit griffinair.com.au and tell them we sent you for a cool deal. mentioned your dad. Wilfred played 46 games for Eastern Suburbs, Western Suburbs and St George in the 80. You got him by three, mate. You played 49. What do you recall of dad's career or too young? Uh, I was probably too young. Mm. Looking looking back at it though, like um, tapes aren't as easy to come by about those days than they are now. Yep. Um, but I've been lucky and, and fortunate enough to, to see some, some games with dad. I, mm. I saw, his, saw his debut um, which another funny story. Uh, dad, uh, dad got called into first grade from like he played reserve grade all that day. Yep, playing the first because Ronnie Gibbs knocked himself out. And later, later on, so I'd always heard that story. Oh, yeah. I played my first first grade game because Ronnie Gibbs knocked himself out, and then they put Dad on right. Um, and then I, I always saw Rambo around Dubbo, and I yep. said, oh, you know. You know, Dad was lucky enough, and he goes, oh, you're Willie's young boy. This is many years ago now. But um, I said, oh, yeah, Dad played his first first row game when you knocked yourself out. And Rambo laughed. He goes, oh, what, what day was that? What game was that? I did it a fair few times. <laughs> but, um, you know, looking at – Dad was – and looking at his, his country footy after – um, as well, Dad, Dad was fast. Yes. Like he was, he was super fast off yep. the mark. And like Dad, Dad's story in itself is, is, is an inspiring story because for me, I, was grow- I, I grew up playing rep footy, schoolboy footy, all that sort of stuff. So I, so I had the goals and dreams and ambitions to be a first grade footy player or that, that route of being a footy player, yep. right? Dad, dad, dad tells me the story of how you know he, how he was he was he was on the piss you know eighteen months before his debut, and and mum said to him you should you should have a go at that footy watching the TV and he he looked at himself and said look at me yeah. as if I could play that game, and then he got fit and and 
you know, Beatson again. Wow, that's how that's how Dad was discovered. But there was there was a guy that Dad speaks about now. I remember remember uh, remember John Fernley that played for yes, I do. Parramatta. Yep. So his father used to run holding Dad's hand at training to move him along to get him fit. Like so, Dad looks at almost forced him to forced him yeah. to get fit, and 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 Dad looks back with so much admiration for those sort of men. Yeah. And again, you're looking at a time in, you know, the early seventies where race relations in small towns isn't fantastic. Yep. And 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 he's a non-Aboriginal man grabbing an Aboriginal man and, and giving him an op, an opportunity mm. and pulling him along, and um and then that's how you know that's how it how it started and and um. Here we are today. Oh four, oh five, oh six at South Sydney on the field. They were tough years. Not a great deal of success. But when times are tough, it can often be a real battle off the field. How did you deal with that? Uh, by 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 doing too much of what a lot of people do. Yep. You know, um, it was definitely oh oh four, definitely oh four, oh five. But there was a hell of a lot of. Hell of a lot of alcohol abuse and a hell of a lot of drug abuse, um, and I'm I'm candid in how I tell it, and 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 I go around in schools today talking and educating kids about how not how I lived my life, but how you shouldn't live the way yep. that I did, you know, um, you know, and and because it was well, you, hindsight's a beautiful thing, and you, and you look back at many different many different uh, aspects of your life and. What a lot of people didn't realise was that I was I was battling massively with it with a dialogue inside my head that was my biggest that was my biggest opponent. You know, mm. the 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 fact that I actually got out of bed most days to go to training, in my eyes, knowing how bad it was, is is a is a real, I guess, um, a real upside to who I am now. Okay. Like Andy, a lot of people don't know that that for me, and 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 I know because I'm I'm, I'm well versed and educated around it now about the, the 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 effect that brain trauma has or and head knocks has on on a person's well being, mm. um, and obviously, I was playing. First grade footy in the bush at at you know fourteen fifteen year old playing against men at that age and you know it's like back then the old if he's if he's if he's out here he's old enough to be yeah, out here let's see if he's tough enough to be right. out here sort of thing so I copped and playing halfback like copping late shots high shots yeah. all that sort of stuff but it was on the back of my very first significant concussion that. It started a dialogue inside my head that told me that I was worthless, that I was that I'd never amount to end, never amount to anything, and that I should end my life. Like this, this constant dialogue that that tormented me and, and second guessed every decision I made, but but questioned every conversation I had with people. Yeah. The inner dialogue that we all have, right? Yeah. It's just that mind told me that I didn't deserve to be here, and would 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 plant thoughts, plans, and ideas of ending my life. Every single day, every single day, like like it was like it was haunting me, but testing me. Every single day since I was the age of thirteen to this day that I sit here in front of you now, um, it's just that now I know I've got tools to be able to to yeah. be able to deal with it. But 
in those early days, like all you do is drink as much as you possibly can mm. to completely pull yourself out of the situation. So from the age of 14, 15, 16, 17 year old, I would drink as much as I possibly could. It moved was your escape, your that only was my, escape. I was the only escape that I had. I moved to Sydney. Yep. Um, and then I was playing footy and, and the, 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 the pressures that I had from a kid as this, this wonder kid who's going to do X, Y, Z. Yep. Um, and then you finally get to do it and you, and you, I remember coming up the, up the stairs to the old Redfern Lease Club and, and it, was, it was my second game in first grade and we'd beat Melbourne. Um, and I saw myself on the big screen and I ended up throwing the last pass to, to, uh, to uh, the try that – I think you call that game actually. <laughs> um, last pass to the try that, that won the game. Yep. And seeing myself on the TV, I was like, wow, like this is it. Yep. I'm here now. What do I do now? And then the drinking and the drugs and, mm. you know, the, the, bright, the bright lights of Sydney got me as well and, and the, the drug abuse and, and everything that, that came with that. And till I'd, I'd, I'd had enough of it and, and I, you know, people who, who are in the rooms will understand. I, um, you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone, everyone looks at yeah, – everyone looks at – yeah, everyone looks at – everyone looks at – well, well, you're playing first grade footy. You've got it all. Yeah, you know, and and for the people who uh, followed my career, understood that will understand that I was I was fairly inconsistent as a player, mm. being a young halfback behind a uh, a forward pack that wasn't going forward a hell of a lot of the time. Um, but there was sporadic moments of of I guess you know some 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 good stuff, and which showed yeah. that that I that I did have it. Um, yep. Uh, but you know the the alcohol and drugs was an issue with me, and uh, it was uh, a fair while ago. I remember the day like it was yesterday. It's uh, it's 15 years last last December, just gone. So yeah. uh, I was travelling down the Hume Highway to, to go to a Yas Touch Footy knockout, and a friend of mine he said to me, um, "I said, where have you been?" He was the sort of guy I party with a hell of a lot. Yep. I said, he said, "Mate, I'm, I don't drink anymore." I was like, what do you mean you don't drink anymore? Like, that was completely foreign to me. Yeah. Like, because of what I was doing when I was playing footy, but also, you know, the environment you grow up in too. Um, and he said, yeah, I don't drink anymore. And we had the conversations and and, and I said, you know what? When I, when I go back to Sydney, I'm not going to drink. And he said, well, why don't you stop now? And I was like, I can't stop now. Mm. And then I went back to Sydney and went to, went to Alcoholics Anonymous and um, – yeah, thankfully it took me a couple of goes. I didn't. I didn't go. That was you know, sixteen and a half odd years ago. Mm. Um, uh, I didn't didn't get a go like a didn't get it straight away. But um, it took me a while. And thankfully now I I don't. Uh, I can find ways to not put myself in the situation mm. to be around it. We hope you're enjoying Joe Williams' The Enemy Within. In part two, the story intensifies. We're unfiltered in every sense of the word. We'd like to thank our wonderful sponsors, Galaxy Finance, Griffin Air Conditioning and yourjersey.com.au for their continued support and ask that you assist those that assist us. Make sure you come back soon, legends. Legends.